Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. It's fun playing there. It always seems like the games are tight. The crowd's amazing. They're, they're pretty loud when we do something. And there's been some times where we haven't done a whole lot. And there's been some two-to-one games. And, you know, the players, they don't really love traveling in the middle of the week. But once we get there, I know that they're glad we're there. And that's kind of the way I look at it. I, I like playing there. It'd be easier to play at home. It makes it easier for the fans in that part of the state to be with hey, John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. So, of course, we want to hear what's bothering you in the world of sports. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Wrecker live fan feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we're going to have so many things to talk about as Trent Daniel will once again be making his return onto the show. Was a little sick last week, but that's okay because we get a chance to catch up with him today and talk about all things baseball going on with him. We'll talk about some of the NBA playoffs as well as uh, some of the uh, rightest things in the transfer portal too. And of course, Razorback Baseball specifically playing tonight in Dickie Stevens Park. Right there in North Little Rock against Lipscomb, which, you know, anytime that uh, there's, uh, you know, Razorbacks playing games, it's always very important. But, you know, whether it's football or basketball or baseball or softball or track or whatever sport it is, anytime they come to the Central Arkansas area, it's always a pretty special occasion. And tonight will be a very special occasion having the Razorbacks back here once again. It will be. And they do it once a year. It's always a sold out crowd. Everybody likes to see the team come in. And uh, it's a little bit later than they usually do in a schedule, but. You know, with the way the schedule is played so far, there's a, a lot around the team that uh, people are can't wait to see in this area that normally don't get a chance to make the trip to Fayetteville. Honestly, I'm glad that it's happening at this time of year because uh, at least the weather's nice, uh, and it's going to be nice tonight, which if you've gone up to a lot of the games up in northwest Arkansas and Fayetteville, the weather hasn't been so kind. So uh, I guess that's the silver linings of having it a little bit later in the year is that you do get a little bit better weather, which is going to be awesome tonight. It is a sold-out event. So for those of you that are looking for tickets and whatnot, may be able to find them on a third party, something like that. But should be a tremendous crowd. And again, tonight it's going to be at 6 p.m. right there at Dickey Stevens Park, which uh, is listed at 7,300 as capacity. So uh, certainly he's going to have plenty of people walking around and uh, being a part of it there, too. and That, that can't be the standing crowd. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. It's yeah. much more than that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, 7,300 seats. Yeah, but as far as a general mission goes or the standing crowd, it's going to be a lot more than that, and it will be a lot more than that tonight. Uh, Lipscomb's 23-21, uh, and 21, so they got just a couple games over 500. And uh, this is actually crazy with uh, Jeff Forehand, who's the coach for Lipscomb. Uh, it's his 17th year at Lipscomb, so he's been there quite a long time uh, and, and has plenty of experience here in college baseball. And I thought it was pretty interesting, too, which we know with baseball and in the college ranks, it's a relatively newer sport as far as compared to football or even basketball. But this is actually the first time that these two teams have ever met. So there's another little unique thing that uh, will happen be happening tonight between them, too, is that 
Uh, you don't really get a chance to, to see them play Lipscomb. So, hey, if you have history tonight, then the Razorbacks will be taking on the, uh, Lipscomb for the very first time. That will be good. And it's always good to uh, have some of these midweek games face different competition. This is another case of it. So, uh, And it, it keeps the team fresh where they play conference games and they play conference series. But now stepping out of conference, you still have to win these games and they are – important to the rest of your schedule. Now, the thing is that tonight, if uh, you listened to our show yesterday and have been following along with Razorback Baseball, you're not going to have a full squad tonight, or at least not in the starting uh, rotation or even the starters there in the field that maybe you've been used to because, of course, injuries have uh, been hurt in Arkansas, but we can find out yesterday, too, from Dave Van Horn that, for instance, Peyton Stovall, our guy, he's not going to be playing tonight. Uh, they're going to try to get some guys rested up as much as possible. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is I'm not using it as an excuse or anything, but just know that uh, when you have a lot of these guys that aren't going to be playing in the midweek, it may be a game that has some struggles, maybe some frustrations, maybe some players don't look great. But as Dave Van Horn laid out, hey, this is their final midweek game, and it's against a team in Lipscomb to where they feel like they can throw out some experienced guys or at least get guys some experience get them some reps sometimes in the pitching sometimes in the in the field or whatever it may be I'm not trying to say if they if they lose that it's like oh that's just an excuse or whatever i'm just saying that tonight you'll probably see a lot of faces or some new faces that you haven't normally seen a lot so far this season well that's important especially because the way that this team has had injuries this year you want to have players that are ready to go at all times and the only way to really get them ready to go is have that game experience so if there comes a situation where they are called on to get into some of these more important games, so to speak, then they'll be ready to go, and they have to do it. Yes, they do. And tonight you'll be able to listen to the game right here on 103.7 The Buzz with Phil Elson, which I know is cool for Phil. He gets to make his return back to the Travelers because he was the play-by-play man there for the Travelers for uh, so many years. So I know he's excited about uh, coming back and being there in Dickey Stevens Park and uh, you know having that unique experience once again. So it'll be good for him. But you can listen to it right here on The Buzz. And the game will not be televised or streamed, folks. So if you want to know about the game, you got two options. You either go or you listen to us right here on 103.7 The Buzz. That's the only way you'll be able to. Or you can do both. You can be one of those people out there in the game, you know, with the little radios like my dad used to do, <laughs> checking it out and doing both, listening to The Buzz while you're there while also watching the game. So... Uh, I'm expecting a big-time crowd tonight, and Parker Coyle is going to be the guy for Arkansas, and the uh, great name from a Lipscomb's pitcher of Michael Dunkenberger. So <laughs> he, he, I wish I could tell you a lot about him, but he's got a sweet last name, I'll tell you that. Uh, but, yeah, so it's going to be great, going to be an awesome atmosphere. Can't wait to see it all go down. I know a few of us here at the Buzz are going to be making the trip over there as well, so really looking forward to that. And then uh, I guess on Thursday we're going to be live at Dickie Stevens Park once again for uh, the Hat Club uh, Crawfish Boil event that's going to be going on there. Dickie so. Stevens is going to be hopping all this week, and uh, the Travs are out there on the road right now, but Dickie Stevens continues with big-time events going on. Yeah, we love it. We love it, and we look forward to tonight and look forward to Thursday as well. So, uh, but We'll talk more about Razorback Baseball as the show goes on, especially when Trent Daniel joins us here in studio. But uh, some other things that were happening, of course, last night with the NBA playoffs, Celtics really frustrated me and almost gave me the uh, reminder of uh, what it was in the last series against the Atlanta Hawks and then Trey Young just kind of taking over and hitting a big shot there at the end of the game. But in game one between the Celtics and the Sixers, two teams that have a lot of history that don't really like one another, just actually the cities in general of Philadelphia and Boston really don't like each other. Uh, the Celtics were unable to win game one at home and in large part to a guy named James Harden, who's a pretty good basketball player last time I checked. He had 45 points, but had the dagger three late in the game where there was just no defense that you could have played on that guy to stop that shot from going in. So they get the win 119-115. to 115. Series far from over, but if you're a Philadelphia 76ers fan, you've got to be pretty excited about the fact that you were able to beat, win game one in Boston without Joel Embiid. Uh, well, you know, we've got to see what uh, his status is going to be going forward, but uh, hate it for the Celtics. It was frustrating, but... Uh, you know, the 76ers are definitely feeling themselves after a big win like that, too. Paul Reed, who got a lot of those minutes that Joel Embiid would have gotten, he scored 10 points, and he went perfect from the free-throw line, 4-for-4, four four, including some big ones down the stretch that really gave them the opportunity to win the game where they go up by 4 with only 4 seconds left, so you know the game is in hand. Yeah, and they also did a really good job, Philadelphia, that is, shooting from 3 uh, with about 45%, shooting 17 of 38. Granted, 50% uh, shooting from three for James Harden. He went 7 of 14. 
So uh, that was pretty impactful too. But uh, even Melton coming off the bench going five of six. Like they just felt like the offensively they were getting it going. You mentioned going perfect from the free throw line too. Uh, this is I'm, I'm like again I'm hoping Boston wins, but man, it, it has all the makings for being a great series. Like one that could go to seven games and, and nobody would be surprised. So, uh, but yeah, just sometimes you got to tip your hat to a guy like James Harden and. Uh, I love the. Also, it's, again, I don't like Philadelphia. I don't even really care one way or other about James Harden, but I did like the fact that after the game, uh, when this team was celebrating, everybody was you know going nuts, and he's just kind of yelling at him. It's one game, bro. It's just like it's one game. It's one game. So he's dialed in. He's he, he understands that uh, he's been around the NBA a long time. Uh, you know, it's not been. He hasn't won a championship just yet, and he's like, hey, listen, you know, we, this is great, but he's like, this is. We got we got three more wins that we got to get in this series, guys. So you know it's great, but no, we're not. That's not the job. The job's not finished yet. We got a lot to do. That's being a leader, and he took that leadership role. Um, he took a different role when he got to the Sixers because Joel Embiid is the guy that the offense goes through. He's their best defender, best player overall. So James Harden took on a different role and more of a facilitator now, but. He knew with Joel Embiid being out, he even mentioned, he said, look, we're missing 30 points from this lineup. So that production had to come from other areas. And he said he, was, he wasn't going to pass up any shots. Whether he missed them or made them, he put it on his back and, and put it on himself to be a big part of what the offense was going to do. Yeah, and you know the Celtics uh, with, the, with the roster they have, they're going to try to bounce back. And, you know, they're, if Joel Embiid can't go in game two, I doubt that they're going to just, uh, you know, be, go sit down quietly while uh, James Harden goes for another 45-plus points. So, you know, they're going to they're gonna bounce back, and I think even James Harden understands that, too. It's like, hey, listen, this, this isn't just going to be a sweep. This isn't going to be a dot. Like, it's a great win, but, uh, you know, we got to get ready for this team once again because they're going to be a good, a good enough team to bounce back and, and beat us in the next one, too. This is where philosophy comes in because there was talk going into this game because Joel Embiid worked out on the court. They knew he wasn't going to be available for game one. But they wanted to see what they got out of his workouts to see about how he would feel with a couple of days rest going into game two. Now that you come away with a win on uh, TNT last night, they're saying there's no way he should play in game two because you got the win and you got at least a split on the road. But if you can win every game, if you have the ability to win every game, and not that um, it's going to affect him where he gets injured further if he plays in game two, Put him on the court because he once again becomes a threat. James Harden is always a big threat on the court, but he becomes a threat on the court that they have to worry about, and maybe they could use him in a decoy in a sense at times, and that's something that will help you come away with a second win because you don't want to just be satisfied with winning that one game and come away with a split. No, that's what I feel like a lot of people sometimes don't understand, especially in basketball more so than anything, because we talked about it pretty much all season long with uh, with Razorback basketball with Nick Smith, you know, which people had their own opinions on everything. But I'm like, if you just get him on the court, the threat of him is going to be beneficial to everybody. Is he going to go for 40 a game or 30 a game or anything? Maybe not, and, and in some cases he didn't, but... People are going to, the other teams going to be like, okay, okay, well, listen, we know that they got great, but this Nick Smith guy, he's capable of it, even though if he's not 100% or if he's still injured, they'll still got to look at him. Same thing with Joel Embiid. Still got to look at him. If he's on the court, whether he's hurt or not, he still is a threat, and he still could beat you in different ways, too. So, uh, But, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great game. And another interesting game last night in the NBA, too, which we'll talk about with the Nuggets and Suns, is the Suns are down 2-0, an injury once again playing a factor into it. So we'll have to dive into that and discuss it, too. We'll talk Razorback baseball, give you some portal updates, too, especially with Razorback basketball, as it's still getting a lot of fun. But we want to hear from you. Call or text in 501-661-1037. Phone lines will be open, as well as the text line. So we will get to that and a lot more here on Out of Bounds. Coming up next, stay with us. Care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. This is Sports Center. 
Arkansas football landed a transfer yesterday. Linebacker Jaheim Thomas from Cincinnati called the Hogs. Thomas had 70 tackles and two sacks last year. He's the seventh addition on defense from the portal this offseason. He'll have two years of eligibility remaining. Arkansas baseball gets back to action tonight as they face Lipscomb at Dickey Stevens Park in North Little Rock for their final midweek game. It'll be the first meeting between the two programs. Parker Coyle is expected to get the start for Arkansas. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. There will be no TV coverage. Radio coverage can be heard on the buzz. And in Major League Baseball, the Cubs beat the Nationals 5-1 behind a strong start from Drew Smiley, who threw for seven innings, allowing just one run. He has a 2.83 ERA on the season and is 3-1. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at EatMyCatfish.com. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real buzzkill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Motorcycle riders are just like you and me. They could be your neighbor, your friend, your doctor, or maybe the pastor in your local church. More motorcycles are on the road than ever before in Arkansas, and it's time we started looking out for them. Look back a second time before you make that turn, or before you pull out in an intersection. It might take two seconds, but it just might save a neighbor's life. Take two for Arkansas. It's worth it. Look twice for motorcycles. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class, respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn jukebox On 1037 The Buzz. July at 
It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in and let you know what's triggering you, which we've already had some few entries. But uh, we'll say something that didn't trigger us is uh, Razorback Softball. How about that last night? Game's actually on here on uh, SEC Network, I guess, as a replay. But Arkansas taking care of business, beating Tennessee, handing them their first series loss in the SEC this year. They win by a final score of 2 nothing. So, nicely done. Nicely done, Razorback Softball. And I know uh, as much as uh, there's excitement about baseball, there's also excitement about uh, what Courtney Dyfel and the softball team continues to do. Which is kind of crap, though, Joe, because I saw Arkansas didn't move up in the rankings at all today. Like, Tennessee's number three in the country. Arkansas's 12. They beat them, and they don't move up? Come on now. I feel like they're – of course, I don't know. I can't sit here and complain about the softball rankings and metrics when I don't even understand them. But I was just a little surprised by it. I was kind of bummed. I was like hoping they could jump into the top ten, but guess not. Guess not. They may need another week before uh, you see some movement there because of the game being on a Monday. I guess so. It better be. There better be some good reason why it didn't happen. But uh, shout-out to uh, Courtney Dyfel and uh, her squad as – Again, Tennessee's really good. They're thirty-nine and seven on the year, seventeen and four in SEC play, and so of those four losses, only two of them were to an SEC team named Arkansas. How about that? And that happened over the weekend. So really nice, uh, really nice job there too, and so much fun to watch them play and to uh, see the excitement surrounding it too. We know Hannah Gamble goes on the morning show, Morning Mayhem, uh, each and every week. So I'm sure they'll have plenty to discuss with her about getting that big series win as well. And uh, also, uh, let's see. There was a oh we got a, already a trigger Tuesday in here a little, little stuff coming in. This actually comes from NASCAR guy. You know, on our Asher Record Life fan feedback, NASCAR guy says his trigger Tuesday. People that scoff at the slightest mention of anything involving NASCAR and assume that anyone can drive 180 miles an hour for four hours, inches away from 38 other cars, and do it without wrecking against four Gs of force every turn. 99 percent, 99.9% of you couldn't get through the gears and get off the pit road. Oh, well, I will admit to you, NASCAR guy. I don't watch NASCAR at all. Uh, I've, I've maybe watched one race in my life, but I definitely respect NASCAR and the job and the and the, what goes into it. Because uh, let's be honest, it's uh, there's a lot of sports that are dangerous and you know contact sports where injuries can happen and scary things can happen. But there's very few sports that are played that literally can result in and uh, in, in death or at least in a, in a in a major major injury like NASCAR does. So. It's a it's a very very tough thing to do for anybody to do. So it's not something that is anybody can do jumping into a car and doing that. No, not at all. And uh, I think people do realize that they just aren't NASCAR fans, and that's why they want to criticize. But people criticize what they don't understand, and that's what that's a case of it. NASCAR yeah. guy. Yeah, that's I think that's all it is. You know, it's just kind of like uh, whether it's you know any sport. If you talk about hockey or, or soccer. You know, or, or any sport that nobody watches, or I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people don't watch, they like to hate on it. Or they like to, you know, say, ah, you know, it's terrible, we watch it. It's like, well, no, you just don't watch it. You know, it's just not something you enjoy. And that's fine. Like, that's, that's totally fine. Listen, I enjoy lo- watching lacrosse. I do. And I know that there's not a lot of people that probably enjoy watching lacrosse, but I like watching it. And, uh, you know, it's just everybody's got their thing and what they enjoy, so... But, uh, yeah. yeah, because if it's not for you, then just leave it at that. Let it not be for you and let the others that like it, let them enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's all it's got to come down to as well. So, uh, Also, uh, we talked about the transfer portal thing real quick. Just a little update on that uh, for those of you who are always so interested in it. Um, the one that's really got a lot of Razorback fans talking once again today is uh, Grant Nelson, who is from North Dakota State who has entered into the transfer portal and is already in, in the, uh, <laughs> into the sights of Razorback coaches and trying to get him on board. Uh, he's here from North Dakota State, which is fun fact. Actually, Arkansas did play North Dakota State earlier this year, but he is six foot ten and he averaged about 18 points and 9.5 rebounds a game, which isn't too bad, last time I checked. So uh, he let him in scoring and in rebound, and he's just trying to get, take that next step. So... Uh, yeah, he's the next one. He's been there for three years, so he's got plenty of experience, and he will have two more years of eligibility, which, uh, of course, uh, the going pro is always in the mix there, too. But that's the that's the latest player that's getting mentioned as far as uh, people thinking that uh, Arkansas is going to be on the portal. Can we just assume that anytime there's a big player that hits the portal that Arkansas may have at least, like, a contact? Like, I know that they do it, but it just cracks me up where it's on automatic. It's like, he's in the portal. And then Jeff Borzillo or Jeff Goodman or... Whoever, just like, yeah, and, and he's been contacted by Arkansas. So it's just funny to me how 
it's like an automatic big-time player into the portal. You can guarantee he's going to be contacted by a lot of people, but Arkansas is always in the mix there. Well, they know that that's part of Coach Muss's philosophy and how he operates, so that's just what's expected whenever you have some of the the bigger-name players that get into the portal that they will be contacted by Arkansas. Now, does that mean that the players are going to Arkansas? Not necessarily, but when you have that type of history and even when the players find out that you have a history of not only contacting some of the players but getting a lot of players from the portal, that's going to raise their interest. Absolutely. And uh, it's fun that uh, North Dakota State actually was the first team Arkansas played in the regular season. And it was in Bud Walton Arena and Grant Nelson against the Razorbacks had 17 points, six rebounds, and one block shot. So that was just in 21 minutes of play, too. Went five of nine from the field, uh, six of eight from the free throw line. So if you wanted a little bit of, uh, of an explanation behind him and at least what he did against Arkansas this year, there you have it. So really good player that Arkansas is going to be in on, and some people feel like there could be a chance that he could end up coming to Arkansas, too. And on top of that, uh, this, this whole Ron Holland thing, I saw Aaron Torres put this out on Twitter. Ron Holland was practicing with uh, Jordan Walsh down there in Dallas. so Because uh, they're both going to the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But, but yeah. no, there are connections that are there because you have uh, Ron Holland, Jordan Walsh, and Anthony Black. So mm-hmm. there are connections abound because all those guys are from Texas. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is, like, I tried to, when I was on social media yesterday, I was trying to explain it to some people, but they, you know, of course, they, in, you know, it's like a, I get it because if you're a Razorback basketball fan, you just—it's almost like you get a little toy and you get so excited and you're just—you get your hopes up and you start thinking, "Oh, it's going to come." And then if it ends up disappointing, you're like, "Ah, we didn't want him anyway." It's like, no. Here's the thing about Ron Holland. It's like it really is, at least as of right now. And of course, Jeff Goodman was the one reporting. It comes down to the two choices of going to the NBA, doing to the G League, uh, or going to Arkansas. At least at this point in time, things can change. Other teams can come in on it. But uh, from from what I understand is that. Uh, at least at this point, from people I've talked to, that if he's going to go to college, it's going to be Arkansas. But going pro is also just as good of a chance of him going that route, too. So, uh, you know, if he doesn't end up going to Arkansas and goes pro, can't, can't blame him, can't really hate on him for it. I feel like, even though I'm selfish and want him here, and I still believe that college basketball, at least major college basketball with the NIL, can provide a lot more opportunities in some cases than maybe the G League, but still, you don't have to go to school in the G League. So if he goes does that, that's just totally fine, but just know it's basically right now a fit, like literally a 50-50 shot. It's, it's not like he's leaning towards one way or anything like that. It seems like, though, that uh, those are the two choices he's going to be looking at the most. You always have to be aware of the rumors also. There was a rumor yesterday that he was visiting Kentucky, even though the choices are down to Arkansas and G League. Then, uh, you know, somebody was inquiring to why he was visiting Kentucky and, and being seen there. Yeah, and so it's... It's all over the place right now for uh, for the portal and, and who's getting contacted and who's serious about it. And, of course, Razorback fans, some of them think, oh, we're getting both uh, Ron Holland and we're going to get this Grant Nelson guy and Hunter Dickinson. You're just, you're just getting them all. That's uh, so some people think, but that's not the case. It's, there's only so many scholarships that you can go through, but still exciting, though. It's exciting to, uh, to see uh, what's in store for them as they're still trying to maneuver around and figure this roster out as well. Uh, also, uh, you know, we were talking about the uh, the NBA, and then last night we didn't get a chance to really dive into like the Nuggets and the Suns, but uh, the Nuggets did get the victory in that game, and they are now up 2-0 on the Phoenix Suns. And uh, Kevin Durant comes in with 24 points. Devin Booker poured in 35 points as well, but one of the stories, at least for the Suns, uh, was Chris Paul, you know, dealing with an injury and having to go to the locker room during this game, which, of course, we talked about injuries being such a big factor uh, in the NBA so far. So, yeah, that was the thing for the Suns, but... Just tip your cap over to Jokic, man. 39 points. Dude uh, gets 16 rebounds as well. Five assists, two steals, and only three turnovers. Uh, I mean, there's reason why he's in the mix for the MVP and has won it already multiple times this year. But uh, another great performance, and his team's up 2-0 right now on the Suns. They've been one of the most consistent teams all season. Uh, the other one would be the Milwaukee Bucks, but they're sitting at home currently, and uh, the Nuggets are still playing really well. But they're one of those teams that's really overlooked, even though they do have the two-time winning MVP in Jokic. But, you know, people just kind of overlook them because of where they're located, and they're in the West. They're in a smaller market. They don't pay attention because they don't have a lot of stars on the team for people that don't pay attention. They do have Jamal Murray. So they do have some star power, and they have some guys that can really play, but they probably don't have any of the stars that are mentioned on a daily basis other than Jokic, and that's why people kind of overlook them. And I feel like with 
what's like in this particular series with the Nuggets and the Suns, you know, you mentioned star power and all that. Like the Suns do have the star power. I mean, they got Kevin Durant, they got Devin Booker, they got Chris Paul, uh, DeAndre Ayton's really good too. Like they got some guys in there uh, that are names that you've heard of and everything. I think it was even Charles Barkley talking last night after the game where he's just like, you know, we just got to give so much credit to Jokic and everything where it's almost tough to figure out because not only is the team that way, but almost him is, is Jokic himself where it's not like he's the most flashiest player of all time, you know? It's not like he's a high-flying dunker or just like he kills it from three-point land. Like, he's just good at it. Like, he doesn't really have a weakness. Like, he's just good. He's, he's just a good player where he, he's dominant. He doesn't, you know, he's not the most loudest player on the court all the time or, you know, he's not a, a huge soundbite in, in press conferences all the time or anything. He's just a dude that just goes out and continues to have great numbers and win the MVPs and, uh, I guess the MVP gets announced tonight, right? Or is it yes. today? Yeah. yeah. So I uh, saw they, they asked him about it. He's like, I don't care. Could not care less. So it's just a, I don't know, he's just an interesting player on top of being in Denver and with the Nuggets and all that where you just don't think about him. But once you watch him, like, oh, man, yeah, this guy, this guy's really, really freaking good at what he does. Well, as a two-time winner, that's nice to be recognized as the best player in the league during that season. But they have bigger goals, and they want to win a championship as a team. Now, the individual goals, they come along with it when you have team success, but they've had, you know, those, he's had those individual goals, and now he wants to get that ultimate team success and win championships. Yeah, that's what's uh, next up for him. So, do you think he wins the MVP tonight, or do you still, still, think, still think it's going to be Embiid? And it uh, should be, as far as him getting the trophy, they would award it to him at home when they go back to Philly. But it'll be interesting to see with him in these next couple of games. Does he actually get back on the court? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this will be is this this will be Embiid's first MVP, yes. right? Yeah. So, because uh, uh, other how many multi MVP winners are still in the NBA right now? Obviously, LeBron and Jokic are, are two of them right there. But um, like, is Durant wanted multiple times? Steph yes. Curry. Yep. Steph Durant. Steph, Steph and Durant. So, you know, I was just trying to think of uh, you know with uh, the players that like because I think Embiid absolutely could win two. You know, he like in his career. As long as he stays healthy and everything, he's he's good enough to do it. But uh, yeah, he got a lot of multi winners there, and uh, gonna have uh, um, and maybe a new one tonight with uh, Joel Embiid being a part of it too. And then the NBA action does continue on tonight, where you continue on with the Heat and Knicks. Uh, that game's gonna be played uh, there in New York City at Madison Square Garden. That'll be at 6:30 p.m. on TNT. And then the late game, which is the one I know everybody is so pumped up and excited about, the Lakers and the Warriors. That game being played there in San Francisco at the Chase Center, and it is sitting there at game one. So you got you talk about star power now. You talk about history. You talk about the experience. You got the defending champs of the Warriors, multi-winning champions of the Warriors, and then you have the uh, the Lakers with, of course, LeBron with AD, team that's really come alive since the All Star break and is doing some great great things too. And of course, the brand of the Lakers. So that's the series I know everybody's going to be looking forward to getting started tonight as well. KD has only won it one time. So KD, Harden, and Westbrook, the three that started with the Thunder together, they all have won one each. But the other one, Giannis. Giannis, Giannis is duh. back-to-back before Jokic. I should, you know, again, I, I, it's not that I forget about Giannis, but sometimes it's just kind of like he's just so good at what he does too. It's like, oh, yeah, he is like one of the best, if not the best in the, in the NBA right now. So, yeah, that's another one. Uh, but, yeah, so you're going to have some great games tonight. I uh, saw that, uh, according to Bet Saracen, uh, Golden State is favored by four and a half points tonight. So uh, that'll be fascinating to see uh, how that plays out if you want to get on the app and start making some money on it. I did find it funny, too, the over-unders uh, for, for, for the games tonight. The the Knicks and Heat over-under set at 206 and a half. And uh, the Warriors-Lakers, 227. <laughs> so they're expecting a, a lot of scoring there in the Lakers and Warriors game, which... How could you not with the amount of great players that are going to be in this game and the multi-MVP winning guys that are going to be still playing and still playing at a high level right now? Too. 206, that's really low for Nixon Heat. Yep. So may want to get on that as far as an over. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, those teams are known for playing better defense. And uh, the Lakers and Warriors, they're two of the higher scoring teams and they get up and down the court. And that's not to say they don't play defense, but offense is hard to stop in the NBA, yeah. especially uh, – with some of these stars, man, you can defend them as well as you can, but you're not going to be able to just completely stop them. You can only hope to slow them down. Yeah, I mean, look at James Harden last night. I mean, again, that, that final three, uh, he was great all day with 43 or 45 points, but 
that final three he took, it's just like, what can you do? <laughs> There's no defense that you could have called or that you could have played or could have done anything to keep that from going in. So it's just difficult, man. It's very difficult. Uh, well, Horford, he, he got caught in the switch, but also the fact that he was kind of going backwards. Now, he did try to close out and put his hand up, but at, when you do that, it's too late. James mm-hmm. Harden is already locked into the rim, and it's just a matter of if, if the shot is going to go in or not. Yeah, it's a hand, was it hand down, man down. Is that what Mark Jackson says all the time? Does he still say that? Is that oh, still he, he has okay. all the same sayings. Yeah, always. Yeah. Guess if you, if if, it's, if you got one, stick with it. So, mama, there goes that man. Yep, that's another one. Yeah, because uh, those are. I think those are the only two I really think of with Mark Jackson. Of course, I love Mike Breen. Like the the bang whenever a, a, like it's a buzzer beater or whatever, a big three. Like to me, that nothing gets you more hyped than that when he comes out with the bang call on that. So, or the double bangs because that's when you know it's good. When he goes back to back bangs, he, he, he's he's big on that. So, uh, still love the. It's like almost gotten to the point to where I love the NBA on TNT with the obviously with Shaq and Chuck and all those guys. But I used to also enjoy the TNT game broadcast more, and I still really enjoy all of it. But I think the ESPN's grown on me a little bit more with um, with Mike Breen and. Mark Jackson and uh, and those guys and that crew too. So and that's where the finals are every year. So you get through the playoffs, the finals are always going to be on ABC, and that's the team that you're going to get. Yeah, I wonder if they're ever going to have. And I'm Jeff sure they're Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, yeah. And it's sad that like every time I think of him, I still think of him trying to bite the ankles of uh, what's his name, uh, the player. Like uh, when the Lonzo fight, morning. Yeah, when was the fight between Today the Heat and the was, Knicks? Uh, the anniversary of that. How about that? So playing in the playoffs against each other, also having the anniversary of that. Because how long ago was that? Was it like third, 25 years, something like that? I think it has been 25 years. 25 years, yeah. That's every time I think of uh, Van Gunny, just this short, bald guy, just <laughs> in the middle of a scrum, holding on to a guy, just uh, doing all that. So and, you know, and also people ever said, oh, the NBA and you know, it's just uh, people get talking trash and you know getting into scuffs all the time. I don't know. It happened then too. It happened then too. So uh, yeah, so because uh, Stan Van Gundy is on Turner, right? Because he, he did a college basketball the tournament, right? So both brothers, even though they're not coaching anymore, still finding ways. involved in that broadcast. Mm-hmm. And I actually like. I thought Stan Van Gundy did a great job on the broadcast there too. So oh, they know basketball. They know mm-hmm. the sport inside and out. They can tell you, you know, everything about it, especially uh, when it comes to some of these calls that could go either way. They they really know basketball. I actually, of all the coaches, when it comes to basketball that were on broadcast or at least major broadcast, I've enjoyed and appreciated most of them. The only one that I remember was really bad was Bob Knight. I remember Bob Knight was not very good on the TV broadcast. But he didn't wealth care of anything about that. Exactly, he just did it just to do it. He did it. He got some. He got a paycheck out of it, and uh, just kind of sat back and said whatever he wanted to say too. So, uh, but yeah, he was. He, he was having a good time, but that's it's kind of the cool thing whenever you get former coaches on them, whether you like them or you don't, uh, they at least can provide some uh, some context and everything that you normally wouldn't get out of it. So, uh, but it, yeah. it was just the name that carried weight there, and then you know the classic look with wearing a sweater that was something that people would always look for to see him on TV, to see him going along with that look where everybody else has the suits on. But he has that look that he was always known for. I am so glad we we did away with the suits, especially in college basketball. Because I started thinking about it, like I, I mean, almost all of us have been into a packed out arena. You can even say like Bud Walton Arena, like twenty thousand people in there, and I don't care how much air conditioning they got running, that thing gets hot. It gets it. Gets, and I'm like, how in the world are these coaches wearing these full fledged suits in a in an arena like that and just not dying? Like I, I just don't understand how they were able to to overcome that. But now it's just. Polo shirts, or uh, I guess polo shirts, or maybe like a, a button up of some sort. But yeah, there are a few coaches hanging on that yeah. still like to get suited. Yeah, because there's a few NBA coaches still do the suits, right? Uh, not that comes to mind. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought maybe there was a few. Maybe there's one holding on. You know, like one coach still trying to keep it that way. But hey, football coaches got away from the suits. You know, it's about time that basketball started doing it as well. So, either way, we're just getting started here on Out of Bounds. we got more Trigger Tuesday. got what's trending in the world of sports. Coming up next, as well as more of your phone calls and text messages, 501-661-1037 is that number two caller text in. Stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Lift 
Truck Service Center has been serving the state of Arkansas for 50 years with your forklift and heavy equipment needs. Lift Truck offers a wide variety of brands such as Unicarriers, Princeton, JCB, and many more. Their service department services all makes and models and keeps a wide variety of parts in stock for fast and reliable service. For rental, sales, parts, and service, contact Lift Truck Service Center today at 501-568-3330 or visit them at one of their four locations in Little Rock, Russellville, Van Buren, or Springdale. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the flooring king. Mobile Container Solutions provides storage containers for your home or business throughout Arkansas. Storage containers are free from dirt, rust, and other debris to get your items safe and damage-free and come in several different sizes. They will bring them to your property and you can keep them as long as you need it. If you or someone you know was affected by the recent tornadoes, call 501-541-2600 or go to mobilecontainersolutions.com for more information. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Roger Scott for Family Markets. Are you looking for a grocery store that feels like home? Then look no further than Family Markets. With stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills, you can think of them as neighborhood staples, where the butchers still cut and pack their own meat, where the produce is always fresh, and customer service is a top priority. And with over 100 years of experience and knowledge in the grocery business, the management team at Family Markets is dedicated to bringing you the best shopping experience possible. So why not stop by and check them out today? Family Markets, the way grocery shopping should be. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball way up in the air, way deep right field. Get out of here. Brady Slavens with a go-ahead home run. That ball could have seeded the clouds if there were any above Ballwalker Stadium. Second home run of the season. The Hogs have the lead in the fourth inning. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. You get no payments for 90 days at Guadney and take advantage of 1.9% financing on select vehicles, Equinox being one of them, Blazer, Trailblazer, 
So just ask about that. Ask about the military discount if you're in the military. They offer military discounts there at Guadney Chevrolet. Make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value. Whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet, they're actively buying vehicles always at Guadney Chevrolet. So you get a great deal on that vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And if you need to schedule a service, you can do that with convenient service hours throughout the week. Also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, is Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and uh, we did have a caller call in just a little bit ago just to let us know that uh, Buzz Williams is still someone that uh, does the suits. Yes, yeah, well, we know yeah, that. We, we were just talking about NBA. NBA right. Uh, they're stack house. There are a few mm-hmm. in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I will say Buzz is the only one that does uh, you know, the three-piece where he takes the blazer off and then just rocks the vest. So, still does that. But Dennis Gates. Yep. In yep. Missouri. Yep. Dennis Gates does, too. That's three in the SEC alone. So there's still some coaches that do it. Calipari, man, he used to be the suit guy, and he's kind of laxed on it a little bit. I think Jay just, Wright was when yep. when he was still coaching, and they made that change towards the end of his tenure, and they asked him about going back to the suits, and he said, nah, man, I'm, I'm really comfortable now. You know, they kind of grilled him and said, hmm. you had the best suits, man. You got to bring them back. He's like, nah, we're good. It's about comfort. It's about like when the flood – it's just like when the floodgates opened and every coach was like – Okay now, okay good now I now I can do it. It's like, yeah, it it needs to happen. Like it it's, was well overdue. In fact, on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line from James and Conway, he says, "How about we stop baseball managers from wearing a uniform? That is weird to me, and it always has been." So uh, what do they need to wear? Yeah. I mean, because they're going to wear something that is um, kind of, I don't know, um, in the team colors and like like what football coaches wear. Football coaches they don't wear you know, pads and a jersey, but they wear something that is team-affiliated. So the managers for baseball, they would do something that was would be similar. Mm-hmm. The only thing would be different would be they don't have a jersey on. So um, it would still be something really similar. Yeah, I mean, they're outside. They're still in the elements. They're st- most of the time it's hot whenever uh, the baseball season's going on. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like it, that one to me doesn't bother me, and, and it makes sense. And it, it's kind of a cool and unique thing about uh, baseball, too, is just – you know, going with the uniforms and uh, the, you talk about comfort now. Baseball uniforms, when you're in, when because their baseball coaches aren't running around and all that, but when it comes to comfort, baseball jerseys are really hard to beat. There We've too. seen managers go with the the hoodie look where they don't wear the jersey but they wear the hoodie. So um, some of them they choose to do that, but for a long time baseball has been with the jerseys, and some of them still like they enjoy that part of it. They just want to wear the jersey. Yeah, maybe if we ever if we get Dave Van Horn back on the show, I'd like to ask him, yeah, Coach, if uh, if they said, hey, you know, it's now socially acceptable to wear whatever you want as a coach or as a manager or whatever, would you still wear the jersey or would you try something different? I feel like he'd probably be like, no, still wearing the jersey. He's worn hoodies a couple of times, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like if it's the summertime, though, it's like, because, you know, polo shirts are, you know, are nice when it's hot outside, too. Or, you know, when people are golfing and stuff, that's why they wear polo shirts or uh, some sort of, uh, like, uh, you know, quarter zip type things. Like, we've seen different things happen, but... Uh, just if there was uh, something that was socially acceptable besides wearing a baseball jersey when it's hot outside, would he do something Well, different? look at softball. So just dress mm-hmm. like softball dresses. Yeah. In fact, uh, we're seeing it right now. Courtney Diefel's over there where she's wearing like a hoodie type deal too. So, uh, yeah. Like I said, it is nice now, but when you get into the June months, see how that looks and see if uh, how the attire changes there too. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Told you about Razorback Softball taking care of business, winning the series against Tennessee, two games to one, an impressive fashion last night by winning two to zero, and also in some uh, NBA news, jeez, uh, the Grizzlies are not in, they not intend to re-sign Dylan Brooks, according to sources, <laughs> so he might be uh, hitting into unrestricted free agency, Dylan Brooks, a guy that talked a lot of trash, 
said that he likes to poke bears and he poked LeBron and saw that ended. Either way, he's a six-year veteran, but doesn't look like he's going to be with the Grizzlies after this season. So. They said they um, didn't, they, you know, we always talk about the antics and the trash talking. They said they kind of want to go in a different direction from that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he'll get another opportunity. Somebody will sign him. I'm trying to think of what would be another good team that uh, is all about some trash talk and some fun like that. You know, who, who could be thrown on. But, I don't know, there'll be somebody else out there. Yeah, I mean, he's a good defender, so there'll be a market for him because of the way that he, he defends. Mm-hmm. Also, in NFL news, ex-Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs uh, has pled guilty in the fatal DUI case. We remember uh, how uh, it was such a crazy story hearing about uh, what he was involved in and driving down the Vegas Strip early morning at a very, very high speed, 156 miles an hour, and uh, killed a woman and, and just a sad deal as well as her dog, but uh, he is pleading guilty to it, and uh, it looks like it's going to be one count of DUI resulting in death and one count of misdemeanor to vehicular manslaughter and back in the 2021 case. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Also, uh, in some other news, too, uh, this is uh, dealing with the NFL. The Packers know that they no longer have Aaron Rodgers. They did get a one-year extension to quarterback Jordan Love. So... Uh, they're going to give him uh, another year to kind of prove itself, and the assurance did not come with the fifth-year option on his rookie deal that would have paid him $20.27 million uh, for 2024. So uh, he is going to be at least uh, there for one more year in the contract work. As It makes sense with Jordan Love as they feel like he might be the quarterback of the future. Right. Instead of giving the uh, fifth-year option, then uh, you want to do this type of deal, and they, the sides were able to agree on it, and there's no tension with it because – the deadline was coming up to announce whether you were going to pick up the fifth-year option on a player or not. And if they declined it, then, you know, that would be something looked at as if it, it wasn't in good faith. And so because of the two sides coming together, you kind of have that happy medium where they're not paying out so much money, you know, in case he gets injured. But he can earn up to about the same amount of money, you know, a lower base with incentives there. If he plays well, he'll still earn the same type of money that he would have with a fifth-year option. And finally, we, we mentioned about uh, the reports about college football and the playoffs and you know what the dates and everything were going to be. Well, they have officially finalized that for kickoff dates and windows for 2024 and 2025, where on uh, first rounds of the games, which will take place on campus. That's going to be so cool. December 20, Friday, December 20th, uh, one game will be in the evening. Saturday, December 21st, uh, three games, afternoon, afternoon and evening. And then uh, the quarterfinals will happen on Tuesday, December 31st, January 1st. Uh, they'll have some bowl games there, too. And then Thursday and Friday will be the semifinals. And then January 20th will be the national championship, all working around the NFL and wild card games. And there's a stretch there where you're going to have five straight nights of either college football playoff games or NFL wild card games all in the same You get deal. as much football as you want. A lot of days lined up of games. So that's what we're always looking for, more games. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's delivering. Yep, we're going to have plenty of games once that comes around. It's not this year, but it'll be next season. So there's what's trending in the world of sports. we got to take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back, though, we're going to talk some more baseball. As our guy Trent Daniel is here in studio with us. We'll talk to him about the Razorbacks and tonight's game and just everything going on with baseball here in the world of sports on a Trigger Tuesday. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Gas Service and Pinnacle Automotive, all in Little Rock, present the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show, Saturday, May 6th at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning up, starting at 7 a.m., or pre-register online at btbautoparts.com. Best of Show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be Best of Awards for Truck, Muscle Car, Original, Rat Rod, Corvette, and Off-Road.